Welcome to the Gin Ignite podcast. Whether you want to party or stay in, gin will ignite. This is the weekly show coming to you on a Friday, ready for the weekend, where we go through all things gin. If you want to find more out more information, catch me on Instagram at Gin Ignite or alternatively go to the website www.ginignite.com. Welcome to the show and let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to episode 23. Goodness me, I can't believe we're on episode 23. How did we get here? It's not that far till episode 25. Wow, that's amazing. Today I'm talking with Britt from the Botanical Trading Company. We talk about how this incredibly busy person manages to fit everything in, her love for gin, the subscription service that she offers, the brand, but more about that a little bit later on. The thing I want to talk to you about now is hashtag nipple in a tipple. Now, I've seen lots of posts, but I would like to see a few more. Essentially, this is the challenge that is highlighting October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I have finally done my post. I would like to say a public thank you to Bev at gin underscore meets underscore girl for setting this up and introducing us to the concept of October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I certainly didn't know it until she'd done that. So thank you very much for doing that. It's really important and it's really important to make sure that people are aware of this because it's a, it's a difficult subject to perhaps talk about, but it's an important subject and it's important that people get themselves checked out. So thank you very much for doing that for us, Bev. Now, November, what's happening in November? If you know about anything, then please let me know. I obviously know about Movember, but that's about the only thing I know. So please get in touch at GinIgnite on Twitter or Instagram or alternative gin.gossip at ginignite.com. I had a lovely time last week with Kate from Sip and Share UK. Please check out her website, www.sipandshare.co.uk. Now, I've been taking on her advice and sort of thinking a bit more about how I want people to feel about my post. And I've got to say, it's, it's a work in progress, but, you know, I'm kind of getting there. I really feel as I've, uh, I've done that this week. Now, I wish Kate all the luck with the Halloween party going ahead on Saturday night. And I wish Kate all the luck. And if you haven't checked it all out, I really would encourage you to go to her website because I think it's a really interesting concept that she's got. Getting distillers in front of you, you know, if you really are a craft gin or a craft spirit, I wouldn't say connoisseur, but you really like that and it's something you want to get involved with, I can't recommend it more highly enough. And Kate is so much fun. Now, quick one on reviews. I did sort of mention this last week and I'm going to mention it again. Reviews really help the podcast grow. So if you had the opportunity and could spare me a little bit of time, I would be most grateful in the podcast directory that you listen to the podcast in if you could do a review. And now on to my weekly gin recommendation. Now, I only had this gin at the weekend, but I was so amazed by it. It just had to be my weekly recommendation this week. And the gin is the Gower Gin Company, Rosili. Now, the only problem I have, so it's, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. But the only problem I have with flat pack gins is they do stay in a drawer and you don't get them out. So they're much harder to find. And I finally decided this week I really had to get them out of the drawer and, and really try them. I have had them for a number of weeks now and I can't believe that I've managed to deprive myself this long. Rosili in the Gower in Wales is such a beautiful part of the world 
and it's a place I adore. I, you know, I grew up there in my first four years of my life. I've been back there a number of times. The landscape is sort of green and lush. The coastal paths are amazing. So I think when I was drinking it, I was kind of imagining myself looking out towards the sea. I could see Worm's Head, which is an island which looks just like that uh, off the coast. Now I pour Rosili into my glass. The nose kind of reminds me of the freshness of the coast with undertones of lime. The flavour profile is dry initially. It's kind of a burst of sweetness followed by a lime taste which kind of runs throughout the flavour profile and it kind of goes sweet at the end. It's strong, it's 45%, but you wouldn't know it. It's such a refreshing taste and it's kind of even better when you add it to tonic. Now for my test, as usual, I paired it with Mediterranean tonic, but to be honest, any light tonic would be fine. I've got to be honest, I really, really want to try this as a dry martini and I'm also dying to try it as a gin-based mojito. I wasn't really expecting the taste to be so fresh and, if I'm honest, so Moorish. So it had to be my weekly recommendation and it has gone right to the top of my buying list. So thank you very much for, for Sean and Andrew for bringing that to us. And thank you for bringing some of the other gins. I did taste one of the other gins at the weekend and that was just as good. And now for my chat with Britt Jones from the Botanical Trading Company. I'd seen a few posts by the Botanical Trading Company, but not really looked to them because I thought it was all about trade botanicals. Then about two weeks ago, I was introduced to Brit by Vanessa at NessieJ91, who, as you know, did small gin September and is a fantastic mixologist. So I was, you know, very keen. You know, she obviously thought that, you know, Brit and I would make um, have a good sort of chat. Now, Brit is very busy. She has a husband, daughter, dog. She has a full time job with a major bank. Oh, and by the way, on the side, she's run, running the botanical trading company in the spare time that she just doesn't have. The thing I like about the botanical trading company is that they support British craft gin distillers, both in showcasing them and in payment. And they have shipping packaging, which is 100% biodegradable and recyclable. That kind of thing really, really appeals to me. But I want to know how Brit fits it all in. So let's find out. Hello, Brit. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me on. That's all right. No problem at all. Now, as I said in the introduction, you, 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 you're doing an awful lot. So what is your day job? Yeah, yeah so um, I'm quite busy. Um, I work um, at the moment for a major high street bank and there's assistant vice president change and digital adoption manager. So um, for the business bank. Um, so basically, um, part of my job is to make sure that any um, any change, any digital enhancements or process changes um, land in the most effective way possible in the business bank. So um, minimal effect on colleagues and clients. Well, so for, for most people, that t would take up an awful lot of time. But you also got a, a daughter and husband as well. So what activities do you get up with with, with those two? Yeah, so I've got um, just coming up to two-year-old daughter. Um, she's two, two, two um, next week. Um, and we she's she's very busy herself she's got a busy little life for a two-year-old <laughs> um she has ballet lessons we go swimming twice a week um she's very outdoorsy she loves her arts and crafts and obviously her little dog um are their best friends so um yeah no she's she's got a busy little life as well goodness i, just, I mean now 
most people would go right okay well that's it I'm, I'm done but you decided that you'd also start up the botanical trading company so how does that all fit in yeah so um i do a lot of um the botanical trading company work it's evenings it's early mornings and and weekends and usually after my daughter goes to bed i can uh, beaver away getting getting some of my botanical admin done um <laughs> keep catch up on my posts on the weekends and make sure that I try and stay engaged um and yeah no just try and keep keep up with it when I have a, f- a few a few minutes but definitely dedicate my um, early mornings evenings and weekends to it well I mean it's just you know I just find it you know fascinating that you you kind of managed to sort of fit it all in I think you know, next you'll have to do like a YouTube channel showing people how to sort of manage their time because clearly you must be a bit of a master at it, I think. No, I mean, it might it might seem it might seem that way, but I think fly on the wall in my house. It's a bit chaos. <laughs> I, I always had, I was always interested. A client always said to me, they said, you know, the perfect project should be you see a swan on top of the water and then underneath it's kicking for dear life. Yeah, I, that's I, me. A hundred percent. So, so before we get into sort of um, the the botanical trading company and and sort of t- talk sort of all about that and and sort of what it's all about, tell me how did you start your sort of journey with gin? Yeah, so I mean, I've obviously always been um, a, a gin a gin fan. Um, I'm going to use the word fan because I only really started to love gin when um I became more exposed to the the craft gin industry okay um it's it's very it's a very different space to kind of high street mass produced gins that you can buy in the supermarkets um and I started to really really appreciate and love gin a lot more when I was getting to try um, more flavors and having the opportunity to meet um, small batch distillers and understanding a little bit more about how they how they come up with their product and and, and appreciating that journey a lot more. Um, so it kind of started to grow from there, um, which organically stemmed from my, my husband's job. Um, he works in the spirits industry. He creates um, bespoke glass packaging for for spirits um, and cosmetics. Wow. So um, he was getting to meet and speak to a lot of distillers um, all over the country. Um, and it was just giving us the opportunity to, to explore a little bit more. And that's where it started to grow. Okay. Okay. And what sort of drew you to gin particularly as opposed to sort of any other spirits? I think gin for me is probably it's one it's one of my favorite spirits so I was already naturally um drawn to to trying a few more gins but as well I kind of feel like um gin's a bit more personal if you speak to these distillers and um and kind of understand their story and where they come from it's always it's always families and there's always a story and and a reason behind it and it's not just creating um a vodka or a rum or something like that you know there's there's a passion behind the creation of the gin and yet when you understand those stories and the backing behind why these people decided to do to do what they're doing um it's really quite um kind of heartfelt and that's the side of it that I really like it's that family element yeah absolutely I mean yeah when you get into it, it it is amazing how many how many people just produce it kind of almost in their own home I know a pit wheel distillery produce it sort of in their own home so it's just it's you know i just find it fascinating it's quite um inspirational really i suppose 
yeah absolutely and it's it's just it's it's interesting it's inspirational it's all those words it's just it's exciting and it's fun and to think that you've got either um groups of friends or family members that decide they want to go down this um kind of life-changing route of distilling a spirit and and selling it and wanting to people to enjoy it um that's that's exciting and I think it's I think it's really interesting and that's kind of part of, of why I love it I love the the gin industry and um sort of thinking about you know your own um enjoyment of gin how how do you enjoy gin you know are you do you enjoy like a sipping gin or more of a G&T or are you more sort of cocktail or Mixology. I'm, I'm definitely a, a G&T kind of girl. I love a good gin and tonic. Um, I love trying in all different flavours and garnishes. Um, I, I would love to think that I'm I'm a good mixologist, but I'm not. Um, I love a cocktail, but I'm, I'm not very creative in terms of making cocktails. I completely depend on the Ginstagram community to give me support in that direction. <laughs> um, <laughs> Vanessa um, Vanessa gives me some good inspiration for cocktails though they never quite seem to be executed as well as hers um, and my husband's a, a gin sipper he likes to sip nice gins as well so okay. um, I think between us we we do try and try and explore different ways of enjoying it um, but I'm definitely um, a G&T kind of person yeah well and I think I think everybody has their own kind of sort of favorite I know you know, I, I particularly enjoy enjoy a sort of good GNT, but uh, I'm, I've sort of, you know, branched out a little bit into mixology, but not, you know, a very, very, you know, I'm very, very amateur. I, I always see uh, Vanessa as my kind of uh, master mixologist that I'm, you know, sort of, she's like my Yoda of mixology. So uh, she always seems to know what goes with what. So. Yeah. It's, it's, it takes a special kind of person. I don't think I'm quite there. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I, and I think it just takes a bit of time as well because you sort of, you know, you have a few sort of failures or, and, you know, I think, but I, I tend to do all the cooking. So I think that really helps sort of thinking it more, for, for me anyway, just thinking it more as a sort of cook. So what kind of goes with what? But sometimes it, it's difficult to decide what does go with what because, yeah. you know, I, I was speaking to a distiller the other day. Um, uh, the edge gin and they were um saying to me i'll oh, put put basil with um, some of their gins and and i was like, thinking really and then i tried it and it's, oh yeah it's absolutely amazing <laughs> it really is so it is oh wow yeah, amazing yeah so it really uh does does help i think also sort of getting you know information from the distiller as well to to work out what the best way forward is so what what kind of brands would yeah, stand absolutely. out for you I think for, for me, I, I love I love anything that's small batch and craft. So, okay. um, and I also like things that stand out. Um, personally, um, I quite like like citrusy flavors, um, as well as 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 well as those kind of strong, punchy, peppery flavors. So, um, when you have brands that kind of have different options, and um, that's really exciting. If you find something you really like, and then they bring out another flavor, um, or another kind of bo- botanical, um profile i really want to try those because i think oh god i really like the first one what have they done with the second or the third one um so i suppose brands wise i i really try to just stay open to wanting to try whatever i can find Um, and i spend a lot of time looking at um all these little villages and towns all across the country to see if anyone has these little distilleries that they're um, distilling their own gins and 
I like to reach out and try and find them and, and taste them and understand them and get to know them. And that's uh, that's part of my enjoyment of the gin, just knowing more about the distillery, not just the flavour of the gin. It's a package. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I think it's so much fun as well, particularly when distilleries sort of reach back to you and sort of say, oh, yeah, w- what about this? Or, you know, um, or oh, h- how have you done this? Or you know, so so they're kind of asking you questions too. I think it's um, sort of a kind of nice sort of two way street, which is uh, yeah, which is absolutely. which is really good. Um, I know I was yeah. recently at the weekend having um, the uh, the Gower Gin um, Company. I I sort of tried some some gins from them, which have been sitting in my drawer for absolutely ages, and I couldn't believe the the depth of flavors that they had and and how they were able it was such a skillful mixing process that they put in um mm-hmm. it was absolutely amazing the, these these people are incredibly talented absolutely there's there's something to be said for people um like these distillers who can draw these flavors together create something that's so delicious and that can go with so many different flavors um and and do it in in such a way that it's it's a small batch it's personal um that's what i think that's what makes it nice and then i think there's something even more to be said when they can create something that's so fantastic that their their business their distillery starts to grow and they may be making um 20 or 30 bottles a batch to making 300 400 500 bottles a batch and they're growing their brand based on something that they created so small and so personally that is what makes it so special that the craft the craft gin real craft gin which isn't mass made is is an absolute art form um and that's what needs to be celebrated yeah absolutely so um, what do you think we can do to sort of showcase more gin and, and sort of get sales for distillers really from a sort of gin community point of view? Yeah, of course. So um, there's loads of things people who are passionate about gin can do um, to support the industry. Um, there's 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 two there's two kind of different different ways of looking at it you can really enjoy gin and you know you, you love a gin and tonic and then you can really enjoy tasting different gins and exploring and kind of widening your your, your palate and your interest in it so i think that if you can really branch out and explore these other gins that you may have never even heard of and things you would never find because why would you why would if you lived in Newcastle why would you stumble across a local village Devon dry gin you wouldn't would you so it's it's about kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit and exploring where you can find these gins and just you know getting excited about it with them and um, sharing sharing it with your friends and on your social media um, and and supporting supporting businesses that support small businesses that's that's what this is about and that's how we help these businesses grow um, and they they grow in their sales they grow in how much gin they make they become bigger they get more more kind of more FaceTime more advertising um, and that's that's what's important in terms of um, both exploring different flavors and kind of supporting at the same time as having an adventure yourself. Absolutely, and it's a re- you know it's very important to have a an, you know an adventure yourself and enjoy the gins, which is uh, really good. And something that kind of you're doing. So, so, um, so take me through. You know what what would be sort of my customer journey 
So I go onto your website and I, I order a subscription. Where where does where does it go from there? Okay, so um what what we do um on our website, you can visit our website and to kind of decide how you want to join us. So you can do a monthly subscription um, every other month, so bi-monthly or every three months, so every quarter. Um, that's entirely up to you. Um, you can sign up and then I do all the looking around, if you like, for some really cool, interesting gins that you might not find um, just kind of knocking around your supermarkets or something like that. Um, and then I talk directly to either the distillers or whoever they trade from um, and get my hands on those bottles. And we get some information about those distillers as well. And then we share those with you in your in your box. If you um, were unsure about signing up for a subscription, there's also an option on the website just to buy a one-off box. So um, on the website, it's called a one-time adventure. So you can just go on there. You can buy a one-off box. Um, and then if you like us, you can come back and either buy another one-off box or you can join us on the subscription service and get it automatically. And when does sort of everything get sort of packaged up and, and sent out? So on our subscription services, um, the, everything is packaged up and shipped around the 15th of each month for that month. So um your, your payments are renewed and taken on the first um, and then the shipments are all made kind of between the 10th and the 15th depending on what dates and um, what days of the week those dates fall on um, and they come directly to you okay and and you know if if i for example well i, I do want to get sort of novembers so when when would i have to mm-hmm. sign up by in order to to get that yeah, so um, you'll have to sign up by the 10th of November. Okay. Um, so the cutoff for November's box is the 10th. Okay. Um, and then the cutoff for December's box will then be the 10th of December. Okay. Um, so it always runs um, consecutively like that. So you'll have the opportunity um, to kind of run into November um, and then place your order quite late in the day. Um, and the cutoff is the 10th. Okay, fabulous. Um, and I know you use sort of, hundred percent um for the shipping packaging um Mm -hmm. it's a hundred percent um recyclable um and biodegradable what what made you decide to do that um that is just simply something that's important to me i think we've got lots of um, lots of waste packaging um, in different subscriptions, um, not just gin, any like lots of different subscriptions, things you receive quite quite frequently. Um, but then not only that, just there's a lot of um, kind of the the internet um, marketplace for buying things is so big at the moment. And I, so, I don't know if you've ever, like me, bought something, say, off Amazon, and it's a tiny little light bulb and it comes in a box, inside a box, inside a box. Um, and it's like the bit the most packaging ever for the tiniest thing. Um, I really wanted to focus on keeping the package as small as it needs to be to make sure that what's inside arrives safely uh, without taking up so much space that it's just unnecessary and and, and not very eco-friendly. Um, so I really straight away from the very beginning just wanted to focus on making sure that our regular shipment boxes um, were, were sustainable. Um, they could be recycled or they could biodegrade straight, um, straight into the ground. Right. Okay. Well, and that makes a, a, lot of, a lot of sense to do that. And again something that very much appeals to me so uh, i think that's really good 
this is probably just a personal question from me, but um, I think some people will be quite interested. I'm very interested in the couriers you use because, you know, different courier companies for me have different, you know, sort of, uh, should we say, standards of delivery. So so which courier do you normally use for shipping the boxes? So we've been using Royal Mail. Um, Royal Mail, um, second class signed for, um, gets to its destination uh, within three to five working days and requires a signature on delivery. Um, we've gone down that route because for, for me, um, Royal Mail is reliable and it's easily trackable and it's just something that's worked quite well for us up until now. Yeah. Um we we um are, are quite happy with the service that we receive. I can ship over um you know quite like over 10 15 boxes at once without having to get them to do multiple pickups or me do multiple drop-offs and that's what's really important to me it's about just making sure we have one day for shipping so we can reduce our carbon footprint as well as reduce that kind of um non-eco-friendly packaging so for me it's just about making sure we can combine the two together and be as minimalistic as possible absolutely and that's you know sort of so so important and you know sort of lots of companies should think think like that i think i know some don't but i think you know going forward that's what consumers consumers want they want to, uh, people to be careful with you know environmental resources now, um, yeah, absolutely. If we go back to sort of um, October's box, um, mm-hmm. describe. You know, if I were to receive that, what what would I actually get in the box? Because you don't you don't always just get gin and sort of information about it. You do sometimes get some little extras. And what what, what might those be? The 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 beauty of of our subscription is that it is really just about showcasing what what it is that you're what is being delivered in terms of the gin in the distillery in inside our boxes you'll always get your gin that's either going to be a 50 cl or 70 cl bottle of um, premium craft gin um, depending on the distiller um and then anything else really that we feel like could go with that gin or suits that product um, whether it comes directly from the distiller itself so for um for october's box we sent out Thunderflower um, which is a Devon dry gin it's absolutely beautiful and um, the the lovely people at Thunderflower sent and included a pre-sale sample of their um, Fireship gin which hadn't even been released yet um, wow. and these absolutely gorgeous little um, gin pins so it was a little um, pin a little badge which was shaped in the bottle of a, um, the shape of a Thunderflower bottle um, and they were they were things that the distiller had spoken to me about that they had um and i felt like they were really really cool and we could include those in the box so including the the gin um the little gin pin the miniature and an information um postcard on the distillery is what came in october's box wow and um so moving on to sort of the actual um company name itself how, how did you come up with the name? So the Botanical Trading Company, um, I, I spent so, so long, such a long time trying to decide on the right name for me. And I think it was really key that I didn't sound like a gin club. So that's effectively what we are, but we're more than that. It's not a club really is at the benefit of one person um, and that's the receiver. Whereas I wanted to highlight that, you know, there's a trade involved in this club and we're going to be 
not only benefiting ourselves from receiving this gin as part of being a member, um, but there's a trade as well for the distiller. And we're, we're going to be giving back to them in terms of, um, I, I don't, I, I pay trade price for the gin um, so straight up. So um, I, I try, I get the best price possible from them, but for one that not to the detriment of their profit margins. Um, and, um, you know, we, I send boxes to people with big social media followings, not necessarily for my benefit. It's never benefited me in any way, actually, um, sending out free boxes, but it does give the distiller um, a really good platform for, for some advertising, some exposure. Um, that's really important to me as well. Um, and not to mention that I just think it's really fun. I love seeing everyone post about the stuff that they're getting um, the cocktails people are making. There's some really creative people um, who really enjoy what they receive. And that is kind of part of this this trading journey. Um, we've, I'll find something really fantastic. I'll share that with you as, as my customer. Um, and we always make sure that we've got the distiller in mind and everything that we do. And we don't overshadow their product with things that you don't need to receive. Um, it is about them. That's what we're showcasing. Absolutely. And effectively, they're getting one month of, of showcasing, aren't they, really? So, you know, for, yeah. for that distillery, it's, it's really, um, really kind of game changing almost because they're probably going to get in front of people that perhaps they, they wouldn't do do normally. How, how long has the company been operating for we um we incorporated early this year okay um obviously it's a it's been a it's been a um a COVID-19 year so everything's been yeah. a little bit slower um we had to wait a little while for our licenses and stuff like that to come through sure um but we launched our we launched our website um in July right um okay. so we we got that finished back then um, and then we started kind of open taking orders and that kind of thing um, about three or four weeks after that. So uh, we are we are totally brand new, um, but we're really enjoying it. We're enjoying speaking to people. Um, we've got loads of loads of kind of um, interest and custom and it's been really, really positive and exciting. And the, the lineup of distilleries we've got over the next I don't know. Probably, probably got about eighteen months worth of distillers lined up at the wow. moment, which is really exciting. Um, loads of people I've been speaking to, um, and I'm just trying to make sure we get the right people in for the right month as we start to progress and grow. We can support these distillers in um, in the best way that we that we can, um, based on our size at the moment. And and talking about that sort of um, a bit further, you know, obviously there are big you know, gin clubs out there um, that um, have you know, an awful lot of bottles. How, how are you going to cope with um, the, you know, sort of sort of growth? So if you grow, you know, sort of exponentially, you know, people really like the, the message that they're hearing and um, you've got a distiller that perhaps can only produce a, a certain amount of bottles, will you have like two distillers in, in one month or will you, um, will you have just, just a single distiller? Yeah, no, we'll always keep it as one single distiller. Okay. Um, if we, if we, 
God willing, grow to a point where, um, you know, we exceed the amount of a, a particular small batch distiller, then we just make sure we give them enough time and notice um, to be able to produce whatever bottles that, that we require for, for our subscription service. Um, and ultimately, um, we, we don't want to step away from from our, our core fundamentals which is we absolutely want to make sure that we're still supporting um craft distillers um and those those small batches if if that's what if that's what they are um so we're we're gonna be a premium um a premium company a premium brand and if it gets to a point where we cannot take any more subscribers then we don't take any more subscribers but we're a long way off that yet um and we'll never branch out to more than one distiller in one month we'll always stick with one that's the that's the distiller we're showcasing for that particular month and we will do it to our capacity um and just make sure we give them enough notice that's brilliant. That's that's really good good to hear, and it's really important, I think, to for for people to understand that because uh, I think you know it's such. A, I think you've got such a unique kind of uh, perspective that perhaps is you know not seen any anywhere else where you're particularly showcasing you know British um, craft gins that is mm-hmm. is you know sort of does set you apart a bit from and kind of why I wanted to get, really get you on the show. Um, now, how how would you actually describe the Botanical Trading Company as a brand? Oh, so um, if I was to describe us as a brand, um, I definitely would like to say we've got a, a premium feel to what we're doing, and okay. we I don't I don't want to do anything um, in a way where I've had to cheapen something to make it achievable. Okay. Um, you know, it's. For, for me it's just about offering something that's a bit a bit different and a bit special um adding an excitement of mystery of what could be coming um and you know just just exciting premium brand which people will enjoy being a part of um and that that's just the most important thing for me i just want to 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 remain present remain exciting and hopefully people will enjoy us as much as i enjoy doing the work that i do for it um and and that that's what will make it kind of what i want it to be fantastic and and commit you know you're you're clearly sort of you know committed to the brand but what does the brand mean to you personally oh the the brand to me personally means everything i've put so much into it um over the last 10 12 months um loads of time and effort and and energy and juggling and just trying to make sure that i dedicate an enough valuable time into it to make it worthwhile which i really do feel like i'm i'm able to achieve and hopefully um hopefully my customers and and people who are thinking about joining us or are intrigued by us um can can feel my passion behind it um it it means a lot to me that we're successful but more that that people love us um and are never disappointed with what they get and appreciate that it's not necessarily about how much comes in the box it's about the effort energy and the story behind what you're getting that's more important than 
the volume of product coming inside a box there's there's more to that when it comes to this industry there's there's lots of there's lots of people pouring their heart and soul into this um this this gin community and um i i'm really kind of honored to be a part of it so it, it does it means a lot to me yeah absolutely and and i think also you know you're also giving trade prices to the distiller so the distiller's not really losing out as such which i think is a really important point um, and certainly you know the, the the environmental side of it i i you know wholeheartedly support but that side of it really does appeal to me because you know for a number of weeks i've been trying to get people to buy sort of direct from distillers you know in whatever way or form that that, that can that can be and you know I, I personally can't sort of support anything that doesn't do that so you know certainly you've got my vote from from that point of view so uh, i think that's that's brilliant now where where are you going to go kind of um kind of next because I, I know you've um been featured very recently in high life north so, so tell me about that yeah so um we have been featured in the high life north ultimate british christmas um guide for 2020 wow um so that's really exciting they've got um a hampers and um a subscription section in that ultimate christmas gift guide um for this year and we're featured in there as one of the uh, one of the subscription companies you can buy gifts from or sign up for for people um as christmas presents or just for yourself if you fancy um so that's really exciting and um, there's there's a link to it on our instagram and our facebook page if anyone wanted to go and have a look um not just obviously it's not just me on there there's hundreds of really really fantastic um small british businesses on there so definitely go and take a look i think that this year more than ever it's important that this christmas we can support small businesses um to kind of uplift them and celebrate all the work people have been doing and especially getting through um this this year and these hard times i think it would be great if everyone could explore those small business options yeah absolutely absolutely um and and what do you sort of where do you see yourself going next as the the botanical trading company? Oh, I've got loads of exciting ideas. We've just got to bring them to life. So, um, obviously, I'd love to grow our subscription platform. Um, I'd love to get as many subscribers on there as possible. Um, so we can really reap the benefits of of um, exploring all these different distilleries and all these different gins. Um, and also we're going to start doing um things like gift boxes and that kind of thing um so you can just buy gifts that you kind of know know what's in the gift box um i'd love to as well expand our website out a little bit further to become a platform of sale um for some of the smaller distilleries as well um and potentially maybe in the future even make our own gin um i just the the possibly the possibilities are endless so i'm just kind of Uh, absolutely focusing um focusing on our um subscription platform and once we get to a point where we're really feeling like we're making headway with that and numbers then we can start branching out and supporting in other ways sure sure well i think you're doing doing really well so i think and i think this is sort of a good way to sort of to, to end the conversation but also but also you know obviously 
where can people get in contact with you yeah so um you can find us on social media so instagram we are the botanical trading company and facebook we are also the botanical trading company um there's links on both of those bios to our website but our website is www.thebotanicaltradingcompany.com um and you can go directly on there take a look around have a look at some of our picks and um our subscription options um and just explore our, our tiles on instagram we've got some really good pictures from um from some of our customers that they've made over their previous box and you know we post um some offers and deals and discount codes as well so make sure you don't miss out on those um, and just to have a look around if you've got any questions you can reach me on any of those platforms and um, just drop me an email or a message okay and when we, i'll certainly put those in the the um show notes as well so uh, people have access there okay and before you go a couple of sort of quick questions some people find them easy some people find them hard um but let's go with the first one what is your favorite gin and how would you serve it <laughs> it's a difficult question i can't tell you what my favorite gin is ben because it's coming in november's box <laughs> so you'll all have to hang fire and wait i have lots of gins which i'm really into at the moment um thunderflower our last gin was is definitely one of my ultimate favorites i was so excited to share that one with everybody um and the the feedback's just incredible it's award-winning i can't recommend enough people try thunderflower i'm not going to tell you what's coming up in november's box because it's really exciting and it's really unique um and not to mention it's just completely beautiful when you will see it um but I suppose my my favourite serve. I'm I'm definitely um I'm definitely a, a fresh G and T kind of person. Uh, but as the weather gets a little bit colder, I'm gonna be experimenting a little bit more with some with some warmer flavours and some spices, and I think that'll be really exciting. Okay, and um finally, what does gin mean to you? Gin means to me um it's a big part of my my family's life so it's definitely quite personal it means um it means family for me it's an industry my husband works in it's now an industry that i'm starting to work in um though alongside my day job it's hopefully something that i can start doing full time um and 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 grow to a point where i can i can really put my heart and soul into it um and it just it just means it, it just means kind of together and family and the Instagram community and the Facebook community of people who support gin. It's like one big gin loving family and it's really exciting to be a part of it and speak to these people. So it just I think it's just a, it's just a really uplifting um community of people and I think that it's it's something I'm really excited to be a part of. Well we're we're excited that you're a part of it too and um Thank you very much for coming on the Gin Ignite podcast. Thanks for having me, Ben. And I'd just like to say a big thank you to Britt from the Botanical Trading Company for coming on the podcast. I think it really highlights for me how important it is, to me personally anyway, that a company thinks about their environmental impact and also makes it fair to distillers. My Instagram shout out this week is Alex at The Cocktail Vibe. I first saw Alex on The Gin Guide where she's been doing a series on cocktails her latest one, White Lady Cocktail, has high clear castle gin, 
triple sec, egg white and lemon juice. But she's also covered other things on her own personal Instagram account at the cocktail vibe with regard to sort of just a standard G&T, which I really enjoyed. Um, she basically paired Penrose apple and elderflower gin with just standard fever tree tonic. Although actually, I think it was in fact Mediterranean tonic, but you know, obviously a good call from my from my point of view. But it sounded a really interesting and really interesting sort of flavour. And I must say, last week's gin recommendation is really good for that. The Yorkshire Dry Gin Tea Edition is really nice in a G and T. But also something like the Edge Lorange Gin, for example, you wouldn't think an orange gin would be great in a G and T with standard tonic. But it absolutely is. The orange gin is just gorgeous as a G&T. So I really thought that was really a useful illustration. I also like her rhubarb sour that she did very recently with egg white, lemon, sugar syrup and Angostura bitters. I particularly liked the fact that she got the sort of nice top with the, the egg yolk and then the Angostura bitters sort of like formed like a pattern on top where she put them down. I thought that was a really nice touch. I also like her lemon sour as well. She with gin, lemon juice and sugar syrup and just a splash of, of egg white. Well, that worked really, really well. And I love some of the things she puts on uh, just a, a standard post. A yawn is a silent scream for an espresso martini. And I totally understand that. I think that you know, just made me laugh. She's also done a gin ricky as well with uh, gin, lime, sugar syrup. And then you sort of to top it up with soda water. Now, the one thing I would say you haven't covered, Alex, which I think would be really, really good, and something that's very, you know, I feel very strongly about, is dry martini. You know, very, very simple, but, you know, you, what what would what gin would you choose, for example? You know, I think it's, oh, it's a difficult one. Well, if you watch um, last week, you will have seen that I did my dry martini with Massinger Bird Monday's Marie Jeanne gin and it was absolutely gorgeous but be interested to know what you think. I also love Alex the way you you highlight a few bars across the world that you really really want to go and see. I think that's really important. Some of the bars that you have seen look absolutely amazing. I know the last one looked absolutely fabulous. Keep doing what you're doing, really supportive of you and obviously I'll be supporting you in my stories all week. I would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch please do so at Gin Ignite, either on Instagram or Twitter. Or if you want to email me, you're more than welcome to gin.gossip at ginignite.com. The thing that I like about the gin community that I've met so far is that nobody judges anyone for what they believe, what they look like or who they choose to be. The world would be a better place if everyone took that view. Grab your drink, toast those you love, enjoy your weekend and whether you decide to party or stay in, I will be with you in spirit. Seriously though, enjoy your weekend and I look forward to joining you for another episode next Friday. Cheers! <laughs>